Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Monday Morning Movies with myself and my co-host, Brett from BamTube TV. Brett, how are you? I'm doing pretty all right this morning, I guess. You know, woke up, got my coffee, my tea biscuit, and all the other stuff you need. You know, the morning essentials, so I'm uh, ready to go for another show. So do I. I just I just finished making iced coffee, so I have that right next to me. Uh, really excited for today's show. What a weekend. Oh, my Honestly. God. Honestly. What a weekend! Saturday was crazy. Yesterday with all the um, with all the uh, you know the kind of aftermath of Saturday's craziness was was not as much not as as crazy, but a little crazy. Um, mm. Once again, I'm so glad DC Fandom was not the two day back to back thing that they were gonna do or the 24 hours thing they were planning yeah. on. I think it was really smart to do it to do it the way they did it. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I'm ex- but I'm excited to. Uh, Talk more about some DC fandom and stuff. So we have, so we did our poll uh, on Friday, our regular weekly poll to uh, for listeners to decide what we talk about for today's show. So the uh, poll was all DC related because of you know because of the hype of fandom. So I'm just gonna go to the poll really quickly so we can kind of go through it real quick. So the poll was uh, rate the DCEU, top 10 DC films, top five moments at Fandom, and the and your dream DC slate. So uh, top five moments at Fandom, 47%, top 10 DC films, 27, dream DC movie slate, 20, and rate the DCEU, 7. People are probably just tired of breaking the DCU at this point. So, um, all right. So we are going to talk about. I was really, I was hoping that people would say the top five moments from Fandom because I'm still not ready to finish talking to finish talk about that because uh, it was such a crazy event. So much stuff went down. How are you feeling after two days since the event? Uh, what's your thoughts? It was a lot. It, it was a lot to take in, but it was all very welcomed, you know? I don't think there was really much that kind of disappointed uh, throughout Fandom, and it was it was exciting, right? And I think, you know, it's like something we discussed pretty in-depth yesterday, that it was really successful, and it was definitely something I, mm-hmm. I would like to see not just be like a once-in-a-lifetime COVID kind of treatment we got, right? I would love to see this right. continue on in future years. A lot of people was also really happy that they were able to – that it was free, you know what I mean. So yeah, you know what what happens when Comic Con comes around? It's in the it's a great event for fans who are there and stuff, but also uh, kind of like when when what you know the fans who are home. But I do feel like they kind of neglect the fans who are home who want to get there because mm-hmm. it's so it's so quick to like for tickets at Comic Con to be sold out, so not everyone can be there. So. They don't try to make, they don't try to like put the panels up online, you know, or like some of the stuff that they, that they, you know, that you would think that they would do for, uh, for a convention of that, of that kind of grandeur. So I, I think a lot of people really, really took to this because it was free for everyone. I really didn't have no issues on the website as far as like lagging or anything like that. I was very impressed that they were able to keep the stream up so well. I had like maybe one moment where it was like, where it would like skip a little, but that was it. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't really have any moments. I didn't really have any moments where like I had to like restart the uh, the whole stream or anything like that. So right. I just thought it was all all really really uh, well done uh, the it, the way they did it. And I was someone who was at I was at work, 
and I was watching it on my computer. And then I went from work to like the car to watching it on my phone. Then I went from that to watching it on my PlayStation, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I just thought it was all really, really well done the way they had it and stuff. So there's nothing but praise as far as uh, the event. So we are going to go through our top five uh, moments from the event. Do you have a list right now of your top five, or you just name it off the top? I already know my number one. I mean, my, our number one is probably the same. Probably the exact same. <laughs> uh, I did do up a little list last night after I had messaged you, being like, oh, yeah, that's what won, and stuff like that. So, you know, get hyped mm-hmm. for the, the show in the morning. So I did do up, like, a little list, but obviously I didn't do any, like, you know, there's no, like, script or anything written down. It was just kind of a – I had to think back to everything and then kind of decide which ones I wanted to shave off, so – Right. Um, do you have any honorable honorable mentions or uh, anything like that? Yeah, I guess the only honorable mention, because I, I originally had it on the list, but I decided to get rid of it, and that was the Wonder Woman 1984 kind of panel and trailer, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, like, I, it's the same thing we all said yesterday. The trailer, it's not that I'm not excited or not looking forward to it. I think the movie looks like a lot of fun, and I guarantee mm-hmm. it will be a lot of fun, but it just... it. It's not impressing me, I guess, as much as I wanted to. And there's certain issues that I have with it. And honestly, the thing I keep coming back to that I, it's not like an issue, but it's something I always chuckle at. And that was that Patty Jenkins went out of her way to be like, this movie is mostly practical. And then you watch the trailer and you're like, none of this looks practical (laughs) at all. Like none of it. So I don't know. It's something I always get a little chuckle out of, but I mean, it's a superhero movie. And with a character like Wonder Woman, Mm -hmm. it's really tough to do all of that practical, but you know. Nevertheless, it looks like it will be a fun time when it does eventually roll around to theaters. Right. So I um, I guess I don't have any honorable mentions, but I did not put any of the panels that wasn't like the panels that they did for like Shazam and Aquaman, the ones where they just kind of came and said, hey, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. You know? like, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan. Like, I'm not really caring about the Flash movie too much, but at least it had concept art, you know, and at least Black right. Adam had the, Black Adam had the, um, whatchamacallit, they had, like, a little, little like, graphic video. The ones were, like, Shazam, where they're just, like, catching up with each other, and then kind of announcing a title, where James Wan was kind of saying, yeah, um, it's gonna be darker. Which I don't have no idea why you would make Aquaman darker. I think what makes that movie work is the campiness of it. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess, I, didn't, I don't have that as any, like, top five, but Honorable mentions I will give to the Static Shock announcement. Right. Um, I, I, I'm also a big fan of that whole panel. Uh, that was, I forget what the panel was called, but it was like kind of like a diversity panel mm-hmm. where they announced that, you know, there's a, com- a comic book coming up with a black Batman. Uh, there's more like transgender like and like gender fluid heroes coming and then Static Shock movie. I like that panel a lot. So right. I would put that – I'd put that in one of my, my honorable mentions – um, the, uh, the Gotham Knights, I am very, I just wanted to talk about it a little bit cause we didn't get to talk about a lot of the gaming stuff yesterday, yeah. but I am very <clears throat> mixed on that game right. just because I, when I heard Gotham Knights was leaked and I heard a court of owls, I heard, I said, okay, if it's not going to be Batman in the video game, then I can't wait to really like explore the Batman world and free roam with these other characters. Mm-hmm. But they just made it just like the Avengers, where it's co-op, it's multiplayer. I'm just so over that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I'm gonna obviously I pre-ordered the Avengers game, and like I pre-ordered the Avengers game because I wanted to play the uh, beta. 
But like, I just don't think besides the story mode, I don't think I'm going to be on it that much because I'm not a multiplayer guy. Right. And seeing that that Batman game was just multiplayer and co-op and this and that, I'm like, dude, I want the Arkham Knight video game, but let me free roam with like Red Hood and Batgirl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't like the idea because I know it's going to be like customize this and customize that, mm-hmm. loot boxes, progression. I just don't want any of that in a Batman Arkham kind of verse game. You know what I mean? Definitely. So you have you have any? Did you have, did you what do you think, what did you think about Gotham Knights before we get into our top five? Well, that's actually on my list. Believe it or not, do you want to save mm. it? Then you want to get into it now? Well, we can I save it. Explain we can why it. though. I'll explain. Yeah. Why. So all right. So um. So after our top five moments we'll we'll go into like um, some of the skype questions um from the uh from the weekend so uh we'll go to our I'm trying to figure out how we should do this should we do it like last week when we did half and half even though it's five so it's not really a halfway point um i, I don't think it's gonna be that long because we're, we're not talking about movies here so all right let's go to our top five our, our number five what do you got number five so it was uh, – I flip-flopped a lot, honestly, on all five of these, and I kind of shuffle things around. But for my number five, I think I settled on the the video game of uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice okay. League. Um, I'm mixed on it, right? It, it's not necessarily mixed for completely negative ways. I'll say the trailer itself didn't really impress me all that much, mm-hmm. but it's the idea of the game that I enjoy. It's you know, it's coming from Rocksteady, so of course you have the Arkham trilogy, which are some of my favorite games of all time. I, you know, I love the way they make their games. I love their their style of combat and the open worlds that they've created and the very detailed and intricate stories they've given us. And, you know, I love everything about all three of the, the Arkham games. Of course, I do love Origins, so shout out to Origins because it gets overlooked far too much. But talking about Asylum City and Night, they're some of my favorite video games that I have ever played. So for Rocksteady to be coming back to this world and confirming that it, it is a part of the Arkham universe, it's kind of like a sequel to those games, that has me excited and the fact that you get to play as the Suicide Squad, or at least a portion of it, it's only those four characters, but I feel like the four of them are different enough that you can have four very different play styles, and it's one to four player co-op, and uh, I just really like the idea of either, you know, you were going through that, you know, the Suicide Squad are tracking down the Justice League because they're brainwashed by Brainiac, which again is amazing, so I love Brainiac as a villain, and you know, he should definitely be the villain of Man of Steel 2 whenever that happens. But regardless, you know, the, the prospect of going around this giant open world and working together to either kill or capture members of the Justice League, to me, is just, it sounds so fucking awesome. And, you know, like I said, this tra- this first trailer, it didn't get me hyped more than I already was. So the trailer itself wasn't overly exciting, but the rest of the details that followed are what got me excited. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would probably agree with the most of what you said. Um, that actually is on my list, but it's um, it's not my number five. My number five is the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer, just because I thought it was really impressive that they still don't show you much about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the trailer. I like the vibe of um, Wonder Woman and stuff. I really don't know where. Um, yesterday, Hannah was talking about how the movie takes itself too seriously. I I think it doesn't. I, I, I don't really understand where that argument comes from. Right. Um, maybe because Gal, Gal Gadot is not really like saying a lot of like quippy jokes, but like that's never really what Wonder Woman was. You know what I mean? Like Wonder yeah. Woman is not a is not a quipster, and she's not she's just like 
she's a female version of Superman and Captain America. She's like, you know what I mean? She's the noble, like power, you know, empowered um, female superhero right. of the of the Trinity. So I, I don't really know where Hannah comes from with that. So, but I like I think the the movie looks bright enough and more like the aesthetic looks nice. Again, I, I actually I'm really excited to see this this aesthetic with Wonder Woman because the first movie is kind of um, when they get out of the mascara, it gets kind of gloomy when they go into like you know the states and right. stuff. Um, but I I don't I don't mind that because I love the first movie. But I'm I'm happy to see that there's more life and color to to the Wonder Woman franchise. Absolutely. I love all the posters. All the posters are very reminiscent of what they want from the movie, like a bright, um, colorful world um, to add to Wonder Woman. I actually do like Cheetah's look. I just think it needs to be touched up, but I, I don't think it's going to be because the movie's supposed to be out already. But I actually do like the look. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed the trailer. So I'd, I'd, I'd probably go with that as my number five. Uh, what do you have okay. number four? Number four, sure, sure. Okay, so my number four, I actually am going to be hopping on the other big video game that was really revealed, and that was Gotham Knights, of course. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you with Gotham Knights. When it was originally kind of announced and leaked and stuff like that, I did think that it was going to be like a sequel to Arkham Origins, and it turns out it's not in that universe mm-hmm. at all. It's completely its own thing, and of course, it was the big thing that started it all off was that Batman was dead, so I didn't really know how to feel about that but then of course we got the trailer and that was pretty kick-ass and then they released i think it was like seven or eight minutes of gameplay and it looks really smooth it looks like a lot of fun and that's my only gripe with it so far though aside from it being like a bit too cartoonish like i really wish they stayed with the arkham style and it seems mostly like that the combat seems similar but it does feel a bit cartoonish with some of the special moves and you know they get abilities like teleportation and things like that and of course they try to play it off like oh excuse me I choked on my own tongue there. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they like it's they get uh, they hack into the Justice League's watchtowers, teleporter or something like that, right? So they have ways to kind of play it off, but it's um, you know I am not a big fan of some of the more cartoony elements. Um, but that was the biggest gripe for me was the same as you that I feel like everything now has to be like a looter shooter or an RPG. Yeah. And I hate 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 that it's like yeah you level up and you get this progression tree like that stuff's fine. But the fact that all your enemies have levels and health bars, it's like, it's just, it's no fun to me to grind for gear and when it's supposed to make you improve, when every time you level up, all of your enemies level up too. And it's just like, you're just on the same playing field the entire time, so why not just leave it alone, like the way that the Arkham games did? Like, you can upgrade Batman's abilities and upgrade his attacks and his combos and his gear and stuff like that, and then your enemies, you know, it just, yeah. yeah, it makes you more of the Batman, it makes you stronger... And in this game, it's just another looter shooter. You upgrade through your progression trees for four different characters. You get this different loot, gives you different abilities, and then, you know, your enemies just level up too, so you're just in the same fight every time. And it's annoying to me to have to see, like, Red Hood shoot some guy 12 times just because he's in a <laughs> section that's two levels higher than you. It's, like, it's just annoying to me. So I really yeah. wish they took a different route. But nevertheless, I am impressed. The game looks really pretty. Uh, the does. one mission, yeah, exactly. Right, and the one mission that they showed was against Mister Freeze, who is one of my favorite villains. And the four characters they chose for you to play as being Nightwing, Red Robin, or maybe just regular Robin, mm. uh, Batgirl, and Red Hood. 
to me, you know, they all look, uh, again, amazing, and uh, the game looked cool, and I like how they went for a bit more comic-accurate suits, like how they have the eyes whited out and things like that, so, you know, yeah. I like the whole neon aesthetic, I like the idea of uh, the Court of Owls being the main villain, but also splicing in really famous, iconic Batman villains as well, so... I think, although I don't love the fact that everything is turning into like an RPG nowadays, I do think it looks really exciting and it looks like it could be a ton of fun. Yeah, I'm ner- I uh, I thought Red Hood Red Hood's look was a little iffy because I I really liked his look in the um like after he after he was re- revealed as the Arkham Knight, I liked his look as like the red mask and you know right. the DLC as they released. I like that look much better than yeah. this one. He looks a lot like Deadpool here, um, but. But yeah, I, I I'm excited for the game. I'm just I'm just so tired of the RPG stuff. I'm not really a big RPG fan anyway. Mm, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm very I'm a, I'm a very story driven kind of gamer. Where like even even for open worlds like are like the still like Ghost of Tsushima, Arkham the Arkham games. Like so I'm just like I was like co op. I saw people like you gotta be tagging in. I don't know. I just like I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So. I'm not gonna completely harp on it right now. I do like I do like that. It looks like um Batgirls is like the main kind of person you gotta be gotta be a lot. So right. I like that, you know, but I mean we'll see. Uh my number four is actually the other game that they were they showed was Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Right. Um I think it's very, very uh bold to kind of go for Suicide Squad as like a no as a video game. You know what I mean? I think it's a very interesting choice. Definitely something that hasn't been done before. I'm sure a lot of people from Rock say they want the, the Superman game and stuff like that. But I liked the little like trailer they showed. I liked the voice acting. Um, Tara Strong is always great as Harley Quinn when she when she does it. I love that she's always so down to just play the character whenever anyone wants her to, like a video game, a show, you know, like a commercial, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm always a big fan of those because she's so good as as Harley Quinn. Um, you know, they, they had the same kind of like Suicide Squad movie kind of look for her, which I don't mind. I do think games are starting to get too crazy with like um, basing all of their Harley Quinn mo- models after that iteration right. of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm so happy for James Gunn's Suicide Squad's version of Harley Quinn, where it's like the actual black uh, black and red, you know. Mm-hmm. But definitely the trailer was cool. I thought it was fine. I was like, I wasn't expecting, a, I wasn't even expecting a trailer. So they showed the trailer, and it, it was – I expected a cinematic trailer. I'm hoping that's in-game graphics because it's going to be on PS5. That would be really cool if it was. Right. I don't think it's going to be. But I thought it was a really good look that they had Superman, his kind of like evil, and they got to take him down. I thought it was pretty cool. Did Superman look like John Cena to you? A little bit, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I was like, is John Cena the model for this thing? I'd be cool, but I was like, does that look like John Cena? It kind of does. I I, I, I kind of hope he's the he's the he's the model for the character. So um, I'm sure they would they would have announced it and had him there or something like that though. So um, yeah, it was it was cool. I, I I liked the look of that game. So we're we're down to number threes. What do you got? Number three. So number three for me. Um, I flip flopped on this one. I actually changed this one like last second coming into this. And number three. For me is the trailer for the Snyder Cut. Now I know mm-hmm. I'm I know, I know. literally the only person on the Cinemania team that appears to actually be relatively excited for this. Um, I originally had it in my number two spot, but I swapped it out uh, just this morning. 
And, uh, you know, like I said yesterday, I know I'm the only one that's excited for this. I'm the only one that seems to really care about it. But, uh, you know, that's fine by me, right? You know, just because no one else is excited doesn't really make me any less excited. And, of course, you know me. I'm not one of those, like, crazy cultists that's sending people death threats and stuff like that. I'm just kind of excited in, like, my own little bubble. Like, you know, I love these characters. You know, I'm, again, the same thing I harp on every time. I'm happy for Zack to be able to bring his vision to life after he was so wronged by warner bros and dc and everything like that and that's why he's getting so much support from other actors and directors is because you know he's getting his vision realized after such a tragic event that took place in his life and um you know uh, the trailer wasn't necessarily perfect or anything like that i know there's definitely a lot of gripes on the cgi is definitely not finished yet um but i just i'm happy that they showed basically all new stuff i'd say the first 30 seconds or so a lot of it kind of looks like similar stuff that we saw in right. the, the original trailers before they were all, you know, Joss weedened up and everything. But I think anything past that, they did what they set out to do. And that was to show us that, hey, this is a different movie. And to me, that this trailer kind of justified why the Snyder Cut does exist and why mm-hmm. more media decide to give this a chance. Because it does feel like a fully different movie. And like you addressed yesterday, it was announced that it is going to be four one-hour episodes or they're also going to have a way i believe to watch it as one four-hour movie so you know it's a it's a big big project right it's not like the two-hour squish time limit two hours on the dot that we got with you know justice league so i'm excited to uh to see if it doesn't prove at all you know i'm someone who left the theater on the opening night of batman v superman just completely gutted because i did not like it at all and then I gave the Ultimate Edition a chance, and I loved it. So, well, not love it, I guess, but mm-hmm. to me it was a vast improvement. I, you know, I took it up from like a 5 or a 6 up to like maybe a 7, 7.5-ish. So I'm excited to see if this, I mean, especially after Justice League, you can really only go up in my mind. So, you know, I'm excited to see if this is an improvement or is it like a disaster in its own way or, you know, is it, you know, this big epic best superhero movie all time that these you know these cultists believe it is going to be so for me it's a mix of happy for zach and just really intrigued to see what he actually initially had planned right right well i agree um yeah i'm i I'm, i won't say i'm excited but i am intrigued to see what happens the trailer didn't do anything for me but i was like yeah we'll see um okay my third is black adam because black this adam. is the movie that I was, if you go back to old shows, even like last Monday where we talked a little bit about uh, DC Fandom, I just like Black Adam, I was like, why are they doing this solo film for Black Adam already? Why is The Rock Black Adam? Dude, like, you know what I mean? I was saying all that stuff. After watching the panel, the panel was only like 15 minutes, but The Rock like loves this character. And I was like, Okay, I'm in. You know what I mean? Like he was talking so much about the lore, the uh, the backstory of this character, why he wants to play it so much, being that it that that he was a slave and now he now he's free to use all of his powers. Um, he's like an anti-hero in some stories, and they're gonna touch upon that a lot. He wants to beat up the Justice League and and Shazam, all that stuff. The little like the little like graphic that they showed, because obviously it's very very early in the process still. Yeah. They don't. That, I I wasn't expecting them to have either a first look at the costume with the rock in it, or like a teaser. 
but I I liked everything that they showed for that panel, and it made me excited for the movie. They announced the JSA team up, like Hawkman is going to be in there, Doctor Fate, I'm so pumped. Cyclone is going to be in there. Uh, Adam Smasher is going to be in there. Um, it's still iffy on the casting of Adam Smasher, but we'll see. You know, I just really, really I got really excited about the movie. I said, okay, you know, I'm in. You know what I mean? So, uh, Black Adam for number three. Definitely, yeah. No, I can see that why that's your number three too. Like, it, you know, yeah. that was the only reason it missed out for me was just because you barely got anything out of it. But a two, I do agree that it was just enough to get you excited. It sucks mm. to think though. I remember it was. I think it was Pat that pointed it out during the podcast yesterday that it is very early in development. But also, Dwayne Johnson has been cast for like six years now. I so know. <laughs> that just sucks that it's taken this guy so long. And it's obviously right from when it was announced that he was casted. He's been so excited and just hyping mm. and amping this movie up since the beginning. And here we are six years later and it's still just an early development. So it sucks from that perspective. But I think, you know, I'm very excited to see what ends up coming out of it. Yeah, agreed. A hundred percent. So I'm really excited to see um, what what happens with the, with the movie and whatnot, you know. Mm. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, what do you have for your number two number two number two number two two. so number two for me and the runner up is going to be james gunn's the suicide squad um for me you know i won't spend too much time on it of course you know we we gotta get through the show at a Mm -hmm. timely may enter but um you know it's just it's exciting to me i loved how they did the character reveal first and it kind of took the same approach that the original suicide squad did but it also set itself apart by being a lot goofier and having a lot more colorful graphics and of course probably my favorite part and a lot of people I actually see a little more mix on it than I thought would be but it's like the kind of like 60s 70s comic book accurate suits that they have on because they Mm -hmm. he just went all out on these costumes and the costume design team did a fantastic job some of them look goofy as all hell but I think that's kind of the whole purpose of it and they just they really it's very obvious that they just let James Gunn go wild on this movie. They were like, Hey, we want you to do the suicide squad. And he's like, sure. I'll do it if I can do it my way. And they were like, yeah, go for it. And he definitely went for this feels like the most James Gunn movie that we have gotten so far out of his entire filmography. You know, he always goes on how, you know, Disney and Marvel give him all the wiggle room that he wants with the guardians movies. But I do think he's a bit restrained sometimes. And it doesn't feel this way at all with the suicide squad. He's not, you know, it's loosely attached to the original with some of the same characters, but it's not like a direct sequel, and it's not necessarily like building towards spinoffs and all this other shit that they wanted to last time. It just feels like it's its own insane, isolated comic book extravaganza, and that just has me so hyped. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really pumped. That's actually my number two as well, uh, because I'm really, really excited about. I completely agree with the um the way, what you said about him having no restraints in this movie right. it's gonna be rated r it's gonna be james gunn doing james gunn things without the without the, the without the um restraint of a pd-13 rating and that it's in the universe that we have to like build up to you know mm-hmm. um this is the dceu but it's not like a I doubt this is going to, like, set up anything afterwards, you know what I mean? No. I feel like this is just going to be a, an adventure with these characters, these ridiculously-looking characters. Um, I, as far as the 60s, 70s thing, I guess I would be kind of disappointed about that because that does mean that we're just going to just negate everything from the first Suicide Squad movie, and that right. would just not make any sense at all why I have 
Harley Quinn and the Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey, but now she's just in the 60s. What? I just, like, that would just, like, make zero sense to me. But, I mean, we'll see. You know, well, maybe it's like a, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what they what they end up doing. Um, they did say a soft reboot, so, but I guess, but I, I would feel really disappointed if they, because you can, you, can, you, you can negate the first Suicide Squad all you want, but, like, audiences, uh, audiences adored that movie. I didn't. Mm-hmm. But audiences love that movie. Everybody was Harley Quinn after that movie. I think it's a really, really silly idea to negate that movie after all the success that it brought to your universe regarding the character of Harley Quinn versus mm-hmm. Prey and its critical praise from Kathy Ann. I think it would be really silly to negate both of those films to reboot in the 60s. I just, that just does not make any sense to me. But I'm really excited to see what the, I'm excited about the whole cast, excited to see what the movie is, is going to be. And yeah, I got I got excited after watching after watching their panel. They didn't have a sneak peek. Um, they, they had like a they had like a behind the scene B roll and stuff, and a little sneak peek, but no like trailer or teaser. But mm-hmm. I'm still really excited for the movie. Right, um, yeah, definitely. So, and they had that the behind the aside from the character reveal, they had the behind the scenes look too, which you got like kind of brief snippets of things happening in the movie, like you saw like King Shark fully CGI'd out eating a guy and. Harley Quinn with her bazooka and things like that. So, you know, it was just enough, right, to kind of get everyone excited aside from already being excited at a James Gunn-directed, completely just loony, R-rated Suicide Squad movie. Did we get confirmation on who's voicing King Shark? Yeah, they did. Uh, Yesterday they released it. it. I don't even know his name, though. I can't remember who it was. Um, let me check really quick. They did say it though. It wasn't someone I like recognized. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was a voice actor. I was hoping it was gonna be Taika because I thought Taika was part too. of. I thought Taika. I saw Taika as part of the cast, and I was like, "Dude, like, what great, what better way to have um to have Taika there, just like talking in a soft voice and whatnot, you know?" Agreed. Yeah, it's uh, his name is Steve Ag. It's A G E E. Um, okay. he's a few different things with Gunn. He was in like Guard. He voiced Guardians too. He's done voices on Rick and Morty and a few other shows like that. So I think he's mostly a voice actor. He has some normal acting credits, but uh, that's who's playing King Shark. I was really hoping it was Taika though, because he would be just such a perfect fit. Right, we very very funny. Um, all right, listen. I know we're on our both of our number ones are yeah. uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, Matt Reeves is the Batman. Listen, I talked about this movie a lot. Yes, last night on the on the show. What 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 I'll add is that two days later, I think that that is my favorite trailer for Batman ever. Like, there's some good Batman trailers, but like that one, no Batman trailer has got me on my toes like that, dude. Next week I see next week I see Tenet on Monday. I need to see that trailer in IMAX. <laughs> if they do not show that trailer in IMAX, I will be really livid if they don't show that trailer. It's Warner Brothers. <clears throat> if the trailer has like like a kajillion of, uh, views on YouTube right now, why would you not show that trailer in front of Tenet? So I'm so excited about this movie beyond measures that I can even explain right now. I just really want to see it yesterday <laughs> I, like i i'm like you don't know how excited i am about a scary riddler like mm. when he, when i hear that monologue 
when I hear, when I see him taping somebody up in the in the opening uh, shot of the of the trailer, I'm just like, like that is the most intimidated intimidated I've ever felt watching a Batman villain on screen live action. Mm-hmm. I love the Joker. I love Heath's Joker. I still have to see the movie yet, but I would I I have chills watching the all the stuff with the Riddler with Paul Dano and stuff behind all that behind the, the the mask or whatever. Like I'm just so excited to see Matt Reeves' world for the Batman. Robert Pattinson looks great. Those punches were so great. Zoe Kravitz, I was someone who was like, dude, why didn't they just get Anna De Armas? She's right there. But Zoe Kravitz looks great. I'm just so pumped for the movie. I, I, I go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I really don't have anything else to much else to add that we didn't say yesterday or haven't really talked about already. But yeah, just everything about this movie has me excited from the cast to the kind of tone of the movie, which you know, like yesterday, I described it as you know, Seven slash Zodiac meets Netflix's Daredevil meets Batman, and that's really the way this feels. And I do adore that. You know, everything about this trailer. Yeah. I you know, oh, probably 10 to 12 times already. I'm still watching it multiple times a day because I am so excited. This is arguably the most excited and anticipated I've been for a Batman movie ever and being a lifelong Batman fan. Like, that's truly saying something. Yeah, everything about it, it just seems so raw and visceral and brutal. And I wouldn't honestly be surprised if it ends up getting that R rating with how dark it seems to be going. Joker was a huge success for you know warner bros and i think that really opened their eyes to a possibility to, for going for all out darker movies right i mean and not just but also with batman as a character because arkham knight was rated m for mature and that still sold incredibly well possibly the best of the series so you know what i mean like they know that batman as a property can work for just mature audiences and it seems like reeves is really not holding back on this you know he's a phenomenal director dawn and war for the planet of the apes you know, two of the best movies in recent memory, one of the best trilogies of the 2010s. And apparently this is going to be a trilogy too, but you know, I can, I just let him make anything Batman going forward in all honesty. Everything, everyone was perfectly casted. And this is only from like 25 to 30% of the movie. And it that's, all like, that's, still, that's still why I'm so baffled by it. This is like 25. Per, there's still so much we have to see. Like exactly. I, that's just, impressive to me yeah and the fact that all that's finished and it looks as good as it does like that looks like a movie that like that looks like a final trailer in my mind that was enough for me to be like all right yeah i'm on board and that's 25 percent. there is so much missing out of there so much we haven't seen and we didn't see we got two minutes out of 25 percent of a movie that's probably going to be like two to two and a half hours long Oh, like I hope. so much that's going to be in there and the, it looks great you know people doubting Pattinson I said it from the beginning this guy has done so much since Twilight he's going to blow you yeah. away he has Paul Dano again a very very underrated actor Zoe Kravitz mm. a very underrated actress Colin Farrell you know and love him but you don't know him like this you know everything about it and I love Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon I was so excited when he got cast and of course you know yeah. though you have that certain group of friggin idiots that are like oh my god you know they're changing the race to James Gordon again I'm like no, no this guy is going to kill it as James Gordon he's such a good actor and it looks like he's gonna do that honestly and I just I love that it's a year or two story I love that it's a young Batman I love that mm. you know, Matt Reeves addressed that this suit was meant to look like it was made by Bruce Wayne and it will evolve over time I love the new Batmobile. 
just oh i can't oh, i love the batmobile it looks so good i know the batmobile looks so good like right after the shot um wait it was like one particular shot where they where they like show it revving up after he says on vengeance they show it revving up and i'm like oh dude like i i have a couple of things to touch upon this is you said two and a half hours this is like one of those movies where i will bitch and complain about a three and a half hour irishman movie because like why do i need that i will bitch and complain that the justice league movie is four hours but this is a movie that I'm hoping that it's like 2:45. Like I need length with this movie. If they come out and it's like two minutes, I mean two. Oh my God, can you imagine? They come out and it's like it's like two hours and like five. No, I need like 2:45. Sit nice and comfortable in Adobe or IMAX theater and just give me all of it. You know what I mean? I uh, I'm super excited. Uh, also, too some. Some idiot on Twitter was like, dude, I, 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 uh, hopefully they make a Batman that kids can watch one day. Oh, I saw that. Dude, I was like, are you an idiot? Like, you're telling me when you was 10 years old, you didn't relate to Batman or whatever. There are heroes for everyone. Okay. There, there is your Fantastic Four for the kids, Iron Man for the kids, the Flash for the kids, Superman for the kids. Then we have we have what I call the R-rated heroes that are meant to be R-rated heroes. And I I do I never want to have a Punisher, a Daredevil, a Red Hood, a Batman that is kid friendly because mm-hmm. those are just not the characters. So I was like, dude, when I was 10, 9, 8, 7, I still love Batman as equally as if I loved him right now. I just, right. There are superheroes. There is plenty of superheroes for five-year-olds. There's mm-hmm. plenty of superheroes for 15-year-olds. And there's plenty of superheroes for 30-year-olds, okay? Right. Batman, Punisher, Daredevil, uh, Moon Knight, Blade. They're like, yeah, Blade. Oh. Can you imagine Batman saying, "All right, kids, go to bed." Like, no, like, what are you? Get out of here with that. That was like the worst take I've ever seen on Twitter. I was like, what? <laughs> but listen, R-rated Batman, give me it all. I'm so excited. Um, let's get into. We only have a few questions on our Skype, so we only have time for a couple. So let's get to one of them. This one says, Dwayne and Brett, how pissed are you that they not they did not announce a Man of Steel two? Very upset. Yeah. Very uh, upset. They they hyped the surprise panel. Yeah. And I was like, Man of Steel, Cavill's already there in the Snyder Cut thing. Just mm-hmm. do it. But nothing. Yeah, so I was very, was very disappointed. Like that, that was one of the ones that it seemed like the surprise panel and they made like extra note of it. Like that was included in like the main line of panels. I was like, oh my God, they're going to do it. They're finally going to do it. And then nope, it's like, oh, okay, never mind then. Um, yeah, agreed. Okay, so this is Daniel. Oh my God. Which theatrical Batman would you pay to watch at a strip club? <laughs> what? Ben Affleck, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, one last question. Um, Dwayne, are you uh, Dwayne and Brad? Are you guys hoping that they do this yearly, or or do you like that it's a one time thing? I set it to the moon on Saturday. Set it to the moon on Sunday. You capitalize on this next year. You make it a live event and a streaming event. Like mm-hmm. do both. Do what Comic Con does not do. 
they executed this format so much better than Comic Con at home. Like I can't even I can't even tell you how much this was so much better to watch. I was even watching panels of stuff that I didn't really care about. There was like some Sandman panel and stuff that I was watching for like an Audible book. I was like, this is all so well done. Well done. Next year, if America wears their mask or any other place wears their mask or whatever, you you do this you do this live with fans for a weekend you rent a dome anywhere in america or whatever whether it's whether it's um california or new york or like florida you rent a dome you do it for a weekend you stream it online still like e3 and all that stuff and that's mm-hmm. it yeah i agree yeah um, all right so that is our questions for uh, this episode and that is it uh, for the episode, as all we have time for, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Brad, thank you once again for joining. Really appreciate it. Uh, you coming on each Monday. Hopefully, we can get on again next week and we'll put up a poll on Friday of what we want to talk about and stuff. Why don't you let everyone know where they can follow you? Yeah, absolutely. So I am on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at BAM2TV. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemanac94, and you can follow the page. Uh, Cinema Any World on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And that is it, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week, Brett and I, on Monday with a whole new show. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Ryan. That was Brett. We'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, the schedule for this week uh, for the podcast today, later on, we'll have our uh, season two review of The Boys. Um, so that'll be up later on. i uh, really excited to talk about that with Tyler and Jared. And then tomorrow, Cinemania Live with Hannah and I. Wednesday, we're going to leave it open for now. Just save it, save it to see if there's any news. If there's not any news, so we'll leave that as a gap day. Thursday, uh, Cinemania Live with Hannah and I again. And that is it for now this week. So, oh, yeah, Friday. Holy crap. New Mutants. Finally. New Mutants Finally. on Friday. Yeah. So right after the movie, um, Alex and I are seeing it together. So right after the movie, nice. um, we'll, do a, we'll do a review. So yeah, I, don't know, I don't know when I'll be seeing that actually. I know I have my tickets for Tenet on Wednesday, and then New yeah. Mutants is like Thursday, I think. Yeah, but this so, Wednesday? Yeah, it's this Wednesday. Yeah, um, two days oh, so <laughs> I'm very excited. So, yeah. So, I, mean, I guess yeah. I'll talk to you about that on Monday, next Monday then. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love yeah. to. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> I do see it next Monday, though. They have the early access screening for uh, Boston next Monday. So, I'll see right. Then. Okay, good stuff. But, um, yeah. Yeah, but um, alrighty, guys, that is our show. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Lane. I was Brett. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.